0: Welcome to Wednesday in Westeros, Summer Children Edition. I am your host, Taylor Trask. With me... I am Todd A. And we're back, folks. Uh, it's been a while, as, as we said on the other, other podcasts we do. Um, yeah, for those of you who aren't aware, we wrapped up a Wednesday in Westeros last year as uh, Season 6 of Game of Thrones ended. And um, we're still a ways away from Season 7. We're recording yeah. this you know, in April right now. But um, we're calling this uh summer children and todd you want to this is your idea so i'll let you you talk about that
1: well i loved it when our idea our original idea was to just keep the wednesday and westeros party going last summer yeah <laughs> uh summer children is sort of a slur in the uh, song of ice and fire world because as you know they always say winter is coming and there are all these children that have grown up not knowing a winter because winter will last for years and years mm-hmm. uh in westeros and uh so the summer children are those soft, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like uh, just, you know, those, those oh, naive children that don't know what the winter is like and how harsh it is. You summer children, you. So it's great that we have now waited through our winter to start uh, recording summer children. I like this. Yeah
0: yeah it's it's right. fitting. it's fitting and we wanted to
1: come together yeah.
0: today, especially because uh as we get closer to the uh, debut of season seven, there's just a lot of stuff out there, a lot of theories and you know people getting excited in little teaser promos, you know, not a full trailer yet. um but I'm sure yeah. that's that's soon too. So we want to get together because I think you and I had sort of uh, offline been you know chatting Game of Thrones. It's like, well, it's probably right. time we we take this to the to the mic and actually you know record a show so i'm yeah. i'm excited i'm excited to jump in well
1: and we did see probably this week uh the new trailer from HBO which is not really even a trailer it's just a like i guess like you were saying it is a teaser um, what is significant to me is it has the uh, the English band James uh, hit song Sit Down is what they're playing. Wow. And so it's just scene after scene of different people sitting on a throne or, in fact, the Iron Throne. Wow. Um, so I was interested in that because to me, that feels like such a fake out move. And as we have said over and over on Wednesday and Westeros who gives a shit about the iron throne anymore
0: (laughs) at this point? Yeah. Yeah. But it is like, it's It's fitting though too, because now we're like, it's weird. We're actually getting into the, the, the real hardcore game of Thrones, you know, right right. now that the, the major players are on the board and like, you know, all the little petty sort of, you know, back channeling has, has basically come to an end. Now it's just about, you know, you know, might makes right in Westeros and like, who's going to, who's going to end up. But yes, as to your point, um, at some point, the the, the Iron Throne is just going to be this, like, oh yeah, that that too, I guess. I mean, because that once the once the wall falls down, it's
1: right. Like when the White Walkers have like destroyed everything, is that is is there going to be like the smug satisfaction of whoever's sitting on the Iron Throne? Well, I win.
0: <laughs> well, and maybe that's. I mean, part of me wonders if you know when all is said and done, whoever does end up, you know, as king or queen, is a it does does so with a heavy bit of reluctance, like uh okay i'm king or queen but god damn it like what do i have like what (laughs) of what at this point like what
1: like we should have listened to ned stark in the beginning
0: (laughs) yes yes on that note too let me just say um before we really delve in we're gonna be probably maybe spoiling things like we haven't obviously seen season seven right and like you know there's not there's not any books to really pull from so but things we talk about could be considered spoilers so if you're here yeah We are not intentionally
1: trying to spoil things. We do not know anything more than anyone else would know. And we have also not gone out and hunted down set photos and things like that. We're not, we're not making conjecture on, uh, you know, what, what we may have seen behind the scenes or anything like that. However, uh, we may mention like an article that we read and they may have done that. And that, like I said, that's, that's totally unintentional and, and not the point of what we're talking about today.
0: Exactly. Yeah, we're not so, trying
1: to spoil anything for you. We are just as anxious as you are to see it all unfold before us.
0: And of course, season seven debuts July 16th this year. It's taking the breaking bad slot from a few years ago. It's gonna be a late summer, late yeah. summer entry. Now, do we I'm, know how
1: many episodes are in season seven?
0: I think it is like, isn't it seven? Seven or eight, something like that. I really like don't that? know. It's less. I know they, they came out and said it's not gonna be ten. I think it is like seven. Um which I'm I'm a big fan of I you know I've loved Game of Thrones being a, a you know an April thing but I feel like as we come to a close it it's going to be more appropriate to have it be you know thematically like as the end of summer happens and fall and gets a little cooler out and we get you know we look towards winter like I just like. That sort of environment to consume the final right. two seasons. I, I dig that. And it gives us, of course, a slot for American gods to have, you know, all this runway to, to be good and totally all that stuff too. And if you I, want to look no more about American gods, check out American Gods Cast debuting uh, later this month on their network. And just a little nice nice plug. Shameless plug.
1: Um I've just I've just confirmed seven episodes.
0: Seven episodes. And I think uh eight is also seven, correct? I, um,
1: I believe that's correct. So now I have to go. Google that one. So um, yeah, but why don't you talk about our our main point of reference here and what we're jumping into?
0: So um, io9, which is typically my one of my go to sources for all things geek and sci fi and fantasy and movies and all of the above, um, has been sort of collecting. Yeah, it's 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 cool that sometime last year they put out this you know everything we know about game of thrones season 7 post and every time something new comes down or you know new thoughts or new you know new information has been has been received they update that same post so this post is just like this living breathing thing that just keeps getting bigger and more interesting and uh, I pulled that up the other day and just noticed that a lot of new stuff and a lot of interesting thoughts and theories were on there. So we're just going to kind of go go down. We'll we'll include a link in the show notes if you want to play along at home. Um, but we're just going to kind of go down and cover the the important points leading into season seven and just kind of talk about our thoughts on them. And then uh, we'll wrap it all up and hopefully send you on your way before, uh, yeah. before, before supper.
1: So I did not hear you mention the title of that article, but it is everything we know about Game of Thrones season, seventh season so far, so far. yeah. Like, like Taylor said, we'll definitely put that link in the show notes.
0: Yeah. Um, so- and
1: there will be six episodes in season eight.
0: Ah, okay. Con- confirmed. Okay. Interesting. Well, what we do know about season seven for sure is that it's not based on any books. Um, You know, definitively like well, season six <laughs> was the first sort of veering away. I think there were some elements of books in season six, but a lot of it, if not most of it was, was fresh. Um, and definitely moving forward. Now we have no books to base anything on. So what's I I like that as somebody who didn't read the books because now we're all equal. Like we can all, right. you know, you you book readers can't uh, you know have your your smug sort of well I I think in the books it should have been you know this or that and now now we can all sort of enjoy it you know pure. I mean we did last year too. It's not like this is new, but this is this is even more so. And especially as as the stakes are ratcheted up, um, you know where we left season six. Uh, Uh, Just to kind of recap, uh, Cersei, in like the greatest goddamn move of all time, killed basically everybody, and she is currently queen of Westeros. Um, Jon Snow in the North has uh, become king of the North again, and has you know is is kind of building that coalition and those alliances. Sansa's there. Arya is making her way there. Um, The oh, go ahead. Now,
1: do we know that Arya is making her way to the North?
0: she's close she's closer to the north than she's ever been so one can assume she's probably headed that way where,
1: you know? where did we leave her off
0: we left her killing walder frey in a moment of wonderful glory um oh, so she's at right. the, she's at oh, the yeah, twins yeah.
1: currently right 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 so she is in westeros i forgot about that
0: oh yeah and it was weird what well, you forgot because there was like literally nothing about her journey she was in yep. bravos <clears> like <throat> fuck this and then all of a sudden the next thing you see she's in westeros in disguise killing walder Frey, you're like god she moves fast yeah and then it's like and then on top of that you have Daenerys and everybody else the Greyjoys, um you know the dothraki everything everybody they're all you know taking a right. thousand ships and they're headed towards what i presume is dragonstone but westeros in general
1: so we have a um uh and i believe oh. Oh, you know, real
0: quick the- real quick one more the other the other kind of major players are um uh lady Olena Uh, having just seen her grandkids basically, or having heard rather her grandkids and her son, I guess too, have all died. Her entire family's died. She has forged a partnership with the ladies of Dorne um, to take revenge on Cersei. So everybody's kind of
1: in there. Sand snakes, right? Yes. 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 With the, yeah.
0: I mean, they basically rule Dorne now. So it's like, you know, whatever. Elias Sand, queen of Dorne for all intents and purposes.
1: Man. i Really, I I, <laughs> I got to go back and watch this season. <laughs> Last think, season. But think
0: about that. Like, think about, I mean, of all those characters we just mentioned, all of them are women, except for Jon Snow. He's like the only sort of like king character, or, you know, so it's like Daenerys, um, you know, tries is wanting to be queen. Cersei is queen. Lady mm-hmm. Elena is basically the queen of her household, or rather, the, you know, the first lady of her household now. Um, Elias Sand is like the queen of Dorne. So it's just yeah. like, you know, there's no, there's not a lot of dudes around. You know that are left, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, Um, I mean, and and you and I are fully on uh Lady Mormont becoming Queen. Oh Jesus! I mean, that's we're Team Mormont for sure.
0: (laughs) Or just Queen of Westeros in general. Like it's you know, I can easily see the last scene. You know, like Jon Snow. Like you know, if if, let's say he's the one who ends up, like you know, you're the king. He just looks at the throne, like dejected, like Nah, I don't want it. And she's like, Fine. She steps up, and you know, there's that. That's that's the future.
1: Yeah, that would be fantastic. So. Uh, I back up. You would you would mention that Daenerys and all the Greyjoys and every, everybody is coming to invade yes. uh, Westeros. Uh, and I don't believe we ever saw a scene of the Greyjoys with um, Daenerys, but we we were able to note their sigil in the sails of the ships. Right? That's that's how we know that's that they're together.
0: I could have swore Yara and Theon were on the ship with. Oh, it that's
1: right, that's right. Yara. Okay, so where where is Euron Greyjoy?
0: Euron. Last we saw him, he was got. He was basically building a bunch of ships to go after Yara and Theon to basically kill him. And my guess is, you know, he's gone rogue. So whoever Yara and Theon are, are against, he's going to be with. Yeah. So I'm guessing, um, at some point, he's going to make a trip to King's Landing and and team up with Cersei. Yeah. And offer, you know, because King's Landing does not, you know, doesn't have a lot of ships, like they're not a naval power in the sense that, in the way that, um, Pike is. So,
1: and you know, it'll be also, were they no? I guess their ships weren't, um, uh, you know, weren't decimated in the great uh battle of the Blackwater.
0: Just battles. one, <laughs> just one ship is all they needed to take down all of Stannis's armada.
1: Yeah, boy, like a. I was, <laughs> That guy was like a real idiot military commander, wasn't he?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Well, and Tyrion, just a really that was a badass moment for Tyrion. But let's um let's go through the points. So like the first yeah, yeah. big Hit one, it. you know, Daenerys invading, um, I think is is really kind of like one of the big uh, you know set pieces of the new season. And my guess is, I mean, I would hope they would. Um, get rid of, you know, t- take care of that or show her, you know, conquering Dragonstone, like right off the bat, or maybe season episode one opens with her having conquered Dragonstone. Cause you know, who's going to be there to defend it. Really? Um, you know, so yeah, she's there, you know
1: who, who is there? Nobody, right?
0: I mean, there might be some, there might be a few, I mean, yeah, like, there's
1: some people hanging out, but there's no uh, house that's, possessed it i don't I mean what I
0: stannis what well, that was stannis's sort of a uh, home base but obviously you know not anymore so you know there might be a couple king's landing sort of you know stooges or, or things but she'll she'll make quick use or quick work of them so she'll probably be there sooner than later and then the question is how soon do we see like the battle for westeros how soon does she actually jump in and just you know ro- roll into king's landing and start you know start slapping people around.
1: Now, what I think is interesting about her part of the story. And like I mentioned in that um, teaser where everybody's sitting on the iron throne, she's specifically sitting on the iron throne, right? Like it's in that HBO so. teaser, well, Cersei, I believe Cersei sitting on the iron throne, Tyrion sitting on the iron throne, Daenerys is sitting on the iron throne and John is sitting on something else. And, and oh. Sansa, I think that's kind of what I remember from the HBO teaser. Um, but, uh, Uh, Anyway, she, I don't think she has a lot of intelligence about what is happening in the North. Everyone else has basically been informed of that. So Cersei Mm -hmm. has been informed of it and is ignoring it for her own power play. Mm -hmm. Um, And and in fact, everybody in King's Landing has ignored the, you know, the problems up North. Mm -hmm. Um, But at least they've been informed and Daenerys at least comes to Westeros. This is what I think is interesting about this part of. You know where where all the timelines are intersecting is that she is coming over not knowing that like (laughs) there were at least three huge armies in the north that are now decimated Mm -hmm. um, in the in the sense of uh, you know being a tenth their size because there was the wildling army that was just you know run through by Stannis's army and then then Stannis's (laughs) army was run through by the Bolton's army. And then Jon Snow's sort of hodgepodge of, you know, those leftover pieces um, suffered terrible casualties with uh, the Boltons, but they were joined by the Knights of the Vale. Um, so anyway, it's just a, a power has shifted in a way that like a Daenerys could have no intelligence about, I think, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, intelligence in the like military operative sense, you know?
0: Well, it's weird that Varys, you know, Varys is hyperconnected, but it's interesting that he might not know all that his yeah. himself. He's especially because kinda... Littlefinger is up there basically sucking up all the gossip. Um, yeah. And maybe, and maybe that's the, maybe it's interesting that both Varys and Littlefinger are still both alive and still relevant. And I wonder if that's the reason, like if they're, you know, if they're sort of you know opposites of each other in that regard, oh, and I mean, and you know, one has to, you know, outmaneuver the other one. Otherwise, you know, if there was no Littlefinger, Varys would kind of have his run of all, of all information, you know, and I think it's, it's good to have a, 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 a nemesis in that regard.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it, for any anyone in in doubt, uh, this is a story about Littlefinger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it might end up being that. I mean, who knows what he he's been kind of sidelined recently, and it's like, I uh, you know, it'll be cool, cool, interesting to see what relevance his character has in season now, seven. Now
1: he's definitely sidelined in the books as well. But what is you know what I've said before on Wednesday in Westeros, and I still would tell anyone who likes the show go read the first three books because they are such a cool story and he is such a major motivating factor in it. Mm-hmm. And, and I really hated whatever season that was three or four where, where he basically kills Liza Aaron and uh, you know, and and pretends Sansa is like his niece or whatever, whatever that whole storyline is like, mm-hmm. because it just sort of sucked the wind out of like this really cool plot that had brewed for three books, you know? Mm-hmm. And, And I just, you know, I mean, it's it's fine, but uh, the show just went in a different direction. So I I wouldn't, I really wouldn't put it past the show to like give him a little bit more, uh, you know, (laughs) of those like really deceitful, deceptive moves in the last two seasons, so that he's built up into a major power. That might well, especially
0: with so many factions at each other's throats in a major, major way. You know, he could change alliances five times to suit his oh, yeah. interests. You know, that could be interesting to see. And of those, you know, of those factions, Lannisters versus Tyrells, or Lannister v. Tyrell, Dawn of oh, Dawn of Revenge, or whatever you want to call it, is, is probably first on that list. So my guess is, if we go back to Daenerys invading, maybe that'll be held off while we watch, you know, what could happen with the Lannisters going after the Tyrells. And when we, again, when we mentioned before, last time we saw Elena Terrell was she was in Dorn brokering a deal with the sand snakes to get revenge on Cersei. so yeah. that I'm guessing that will probably happen in episode one or two right off the bat we may even see it may even be one of those things where you know we we drop in after the battle's already done and you know oh, jam- man, I hope not I hope not too but but at the same time it's like there's think about how many battles could possibly occur in, in season 7 and if you give each one an episode or even half of an episode that sucks up a lot of screen time for other story that we need to see so if you're going to pick and choose i'd rather maybe see like you know a smaller maybe like af- maybe we see like kind of like the battle in progress and Jamie and 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 you know king you know, the you know the Lannister uh, army is you know just just winning the day cuz i can't imagine this is just me, but I can't imagine um, uh, Highgarden having a lot of a lot of vicious, vicious soldiers to to fend off stuff. They've seemed to be like a, a house that's gotten along to get along. You hey, know, they're just,
1: they're growing strong, and
0: yeah, they're growing strong.
1: They're not they're not Pro- strong, yet. They're Pro- they're progressive tints, yeah. yeah.
0: But it's like I mean, <laughs> think house, about this.
1: House words are progressive.
0: Their 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 house. I mean, the 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 you know the first family. of Their house is basically decimated. So that you know that's got to be a slap to them in terms of morale Um
1: well, I know one of the spoilery things in the i o nine article is that there were set pictures of Randall Tarley riding alongside Jamie Lannister, at least who it the hell that is Randall Tarley Sam Tarley's father. So, oh the
0: dude we barely met last. yeah, time. yeah, oh,
1: yeah. the the guy they introduced so briefly so that we could later see him. So possibly the Tarleys from wherever the hell they are <laughs> have have joined forces with the Lannisters. Um, I don't know if that stage has ever been set. I don't know that anything's been said in the show about their, uh, you know, allegiance to the Lannisters. But yeah, you can definitely see them, like, you know, uh, striking some kind of, you know. At I this point,
0: mind. though, at this point, who? Why would anybody ally with the Lannisters? It seems like at this juncture, well, like they're just sitting ducks. And if I were the tarlids, yeah. I'd be like, okay, who else is strong enough? I mean, I'd, I'd be rowing down to Dorne and be like, let's all team up. Because I mean, at this point, it's a. If you can if you can remove Cersei, then it's it's you know, King's Landing is up for grabs for whomever. And I it's you know.
1: well, and you know, it's so interesting to me, like uh not to like rehash this too much, but the the whole tension of the first like two or three seasons was we know something globally terrible is happening in the north <laughs> and winter is coming. And there was this stupid struggle for who's sitting on the iron throne, and like that was the you know, the focus of conflict, which was so like kind of boring in the, in the sense of things, you know, it was like, just get your shit together and go help the North defend against these invaders, um, who are the undead, you know, and now, um, you've got Daenerys coming over who's unaware of that, you know, winter is coming problem. She's also unaware of all the struggle for this iron throne. I mean, she's heard whispers of it from Varys for sure, but you know, we can imagine like she's going to get some, some little bird is going to tell them like that, you know, Cersei blew up the whole step <laughs> yeah, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But basically, uh, I, this is a conflict. She hasn't been involved in Daenerys is going to uh, land, you know, land with this like invading force. And I, I, yeah, I'm like with you, like who's on the Lannister side and how are they not completely just weakened by all of this? Um, they this all started with a legitimacy claim to the throne you know it's like uh um once robert was dead and uh joffrey was sitting on the throne there was that whole thing of like well he's not actually the legitimate child of robert baratheon so he shouldn't be sitting on the throne now we've got cersei on the throne who is absolutely positively illegitimate on this <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you know like there's no uh succession that ends with her on that throne uh uh-huh. and um so yeah who who's on her side you know I, if she had some kind of political might or will it might make sense but at this point it just seems like there's just chaos in king's landing
0: she's got the mountain apparently yeah. Everybody's and so i mean, fr- scared of him that they're like oh sorry.
1: but i guess it's kind of a um you know w- when you come for the king you better not miss and when you come for the queen you better not miss like yeah that's why the uh you know, the the Sands and the Tyrells have to gang up to just ultimately defeat her so that, you know, she is. Totally well,
0: and re- remember, too, though, Elena Terrell, you know, she's already thrown her, her support behind Daenerys as well, too. So it, but by extension, the Terrell um, uh, mm. Sand Alliance is an extension of the um, of the Daenerys army now um, and
1: you, you had mentioned um daenerys landing at dragonstone sort of presumably as i think how you put it but i know there was speculation last season that she might actually land in Dorne.
0: that would be interesting i mean that i would i wouldn't mind that but it would make more sense for her to land in dragonstone just because that's like yeah, her ancestral exactly. home exactly and it's it's a good and, beachhead for and it's know, kind of
1: abandoned y- yeah yeah yeah
0: that, yeah and it's just like it, would, it just it seems like she's She's nothing if not a slave to kind of her family, you know, like to her family legacy. And so it, it would make sense for her to, you know, to mythologize herself a little more. Like, I'm going to reland in the place where it all began. Right. Because in the world of, of Game of Thrones, like the conquering of Westeros started there, yeah. right? The, the, the original Targaryens, when they came over, that's where they set up shop and that just would fit really well. Um, one thing I was going to throw out there right now, it's just as good a time as any. When we talk about Lannisters versus anybody, um, one of the big kind of factors in that is the massive amount of debt they, yeah. as a family, owe the freaking Bank of Bravos. And I, I like the idea. I mean, surely Mark Gatiss's character—I can't remember his name—but like the you know kind of like the head administrator of the Bank of Bravos, like he's got to come back into the equation and um you know either in person or sending an emissary of some kind to basically collect in on those debts or issue one final edict like you got to pay up now or we're we're going to start funding your you know your your enemies um because that's what they're known to do that's what freaking tywin was afraid of was exactly right. that and it's interesting now that Cer- seriously has nothing to lose at all she's cocky as can be she's up to her eyeballs in debt, because now that she's queen, she's essentially the face of the throne, you know, the face of that debt. You know, it's yeah, it, yeah. It's you know, it's West it's Westeros' debt, but she's now the face of it. And Lannisters traditionally have always paid their debts. So I can imagine like she will be the first person to break that tradition. right? Um, belligerently so. But what's also interesting is that the Mark is character, the Bank of Bravos, let's just say the Bank of Bravos in general.
1: Tycho Nestoris.
0: That guy, if, when he's over in King's Landing, if this entire time in my mind, I've been trying to figure out, like, once the wall falls down, which is this inevitably going to happen, and and you know shit really breaks loose. What does Esteros, the you know the the giant continent on the other side of the ocean?
1: It's, it's actually Essos. Sorry
0: Essos. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I, es- I'll correct that in the notes. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no. Thank you for <laughs> correcting me. I you can just imagine the the outrage. Um, <laughs> Essos. How are they? Either aware of that happening, or or feel right. some kind of connection to it, and if somebody from the Bank of Bravos is is on West, you know, in Westeros, when that goes down, or or you know, somebody, you know, somebody like Jon Snow comes up to them and says, "Hey, that shit's getting really real up here. You guys got to be aware of it too, because it could affect you." Like that could be some way to to work that information or that concern at least back into Essos, because um, there's nothing to say that the freaking White Walkers can't board their own ships and you know sail on over to Essos too. Like, who knows at this point?
1: yeah and we could we could speculate some there's some crazy connections that could come out of that i don't think the show has time to really explore them but mm-hmm. we did see um what's his name Tyrrell, mace Tyrrell was the one mm-hmm. who negotiated with the bank of bravos we also saw uh wasn't it davos that went over to secure funding for stannis yes, that's right so he's also interacted with them um and now, now that Stannis is wiped out, you can see the Bank of Bravos maybe coming to John Snow or something. I, I, you know, I don't know how that relationship would work, but maybe they, maybe they do want to ally themselves with the North to collect the debt that the Lannisters owe them. But there's also <laughs> There's um, so
0: many debts that they've got to collect now. I forgot that Stannis owed the money too, and he's gone. Right. But there's also, uh,
1: like <laughs> Tyrion. Tyrion's also got this interesting thing of like he's kind of been going through paying his debts, mm-hmm. so he could possibly. You know, work. There might be some Bank of Bravos angle for Tyrion to work in there and say, mm. "Look, I'm the only Lannister that's actually going to pay his debts." Yeah, and yeah. you know, help me overthrow my sister. Um, I I don't know. There's a couple of cool angles there, so I like I like that idea of just like kind of keeping him in the mix. It tight, tight, in the mix.
0: I love what you just said too, because I've always had this pet fantasy of Tyrion being not only the last living Lannister, but the one who's truly fit to carry on the family name.
1: Sure, right? but I mean, he's secretly a Targaryen.
0: It <sighs> remains to be seen. <laughs> um, let's not even go down that road because that's a whole other that's a whole other episode unto itself. Um, as far as the the big giant battles, you know, because clearly there's going to be you know as we as we get closer to the end, there's going to be ever more battle battle of the bastards, Blackwater Bay style epic kind of moments. Um, and they've already, I think there, there's a couple episodes that that same director is attached to or you know was talk they were talking to him about directing those again and the same guy who did battle of the bastards and right. coincidentally, that last episode which is amazing um which ones are you most interested in seeing fully laid out and really like you know let's let's see it like what what are the ones i mean obviously daenerys taking king's landing has got to be a
1: huge well, frickin- you know what's so funny is that i think all last season we knew like it was like battle of the bastards is coming mm-hmm. and we also knew there would be um, gosh, what else did we anticipate last year? We anticipated some other big battle. Uh, I guess it was the King's Landing just sort of standoff, you know, between mm-hmm. the, um, the, uh,
0: the... High Sparrow. Faith,
1: Faith Militant, yeah, and the Lannisters. Yeah. And um, So I don't really know that there's... And plus, you know, we're out of the book territory, so I don't know what there is, like, you know, what I can anticipate in, uh what, what's been hinted at. Um, I'm kind of with you, like, I don't know that Highgarden sounds... <laughs> that interesting what piqued my interest about some of the details in the io9 article and really just speculation i don't think they had any spoilers on it was that uh possibly uh jamie would meet up would encounter daenerys after leaving highgarden and as i recall and granted this is like faulty memory plus way too many details you know plus time equals todd could be completely wrong is that um i (laughs) I really believe there was a, a pretty long like we saw a standoff last year between R- River Run and um and the Lannisters mm-hmm. that Jamie came to sort out. Um oh, right. my, my yeah. memory is really failing me. But there was a long time where Jamie was just um in the books, he was just occupying one of those castles, I believe. Gotcha. Could be, I believe it was River Run. Oh my god, I could be totally wrong. I'm I could be way back thinking of like Heron Hall when like Stannis was there or something.
0: Oh geez. And, oh. And Jamie. I think it was I think it was River Run yeah. though, because like that's at least in the show, that was the thing that they yeah. saw. They didn't even have to really there wasn't even a, a fight. He just kind of rolls in and goes, Yeah, the black gonna...
1: just gave up. It was, yeah. that was awful. Okay. Um, but anyway, I can see them maybe sort of making a nod to that and having Jamie sort of decamp at Highgarden, like presuming they win that battle with the Tyrells. Like maybe he just becomes sort of the guy at Highgarden, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that just might be kind of interesting. You know, Cersei, mm-hmm. Cersei has to, uh, I don't know. He's always going to come to the defense of Cersei. So if, if Daenerys is hitting King's Landing, Jamie's going to come to King's Landing to find that. Uh, sure.
0: Who's defending Casterly Rock right now?
1: Uh, so wasn't there, a i know one i think is the short answer but wasn't there a thing where cersei or kevin or somebody
0: <laughs> i love the like, name like, kevin Lannister.
1: yeah i know and it, they of course it's spelled differently so um it's like kevan yeah but uh but it does sound very funny when it's like you know kevin <laughs> <laughs> you know you know jeff <laughs> the lannister um like, anyway so he There was one of them got sent back there, right? Like Jamie was supposed to go to Casterly Rock to defend it or something like that, Mm -hmm. right? And they were like, nah, I don't want (laughs) to. I don't know. I'm just making all this up at this point. I cannot remember. What came from the books? What came from the show? And what we just speculated on? This season. <laughs> so that's
0: kind of a beautiful place to be in, though, because then it's like if the showrunners do this correctly, they can they can really surprise us in yeah. amazing ways. No, I, this,
1: this might is- be the best season in terms of surprise. I would like that because, like, so let me let me I can uh, summarize your question and then I'll ask it back to you. What battles am I anticipating? I don't know where they're going to take place, but I really want to see Cersei uh, get wiped out. And mm-hmm. whether that's by the Tyrells or whether that's by some crazy uh, Targaryen, uh, Tyrell, uh, you know, Dornish alliance, <laughs> mm-hmm. any of those things would be incredible. I don't know who that I'm back to your question of who the fuck is on the side of the Lannisters at this point. Just the Tarleys? Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyway, who? what battles are you anticipating? What do you want to see?
0: I definitely think this season cannot end without Daenerys taking King's Landing. I think because it clears the it clears the way for season eight to be all about the wall and the north, which it has to be. It, they can't just leave that to last. They have to really build. I mean, we haven't seen enough yet for that to really matter. I mean, we've seen a lot of cool shit, but this we really need a lot of a time with that story. So yeah. I think like the, the taking of King's Landing has got to be, and they'll probably save that for the very end or the the Ned's head episode. Um I think. <sighs> There's got to be like one other sort of conflict. I would like to think. Are there
1: locales that you want to see, or not,
0: not necessarily? But I do think too. I think I think they take, and maybe the answer is the taking of King's Landing is not a one-shot thing. Maybe it's a multi-stage thing where we see battles at, you know, at different levels over the course of two episodes. So we see the the you know Euron Greyjoy take on his his you know his uh, Yara and Theon uh, at sea. We see um, you know like Daenerys riding her dragons into King's Landing and just burning shit down. We yeah. see like the Dornish like just kicking ass. I, again, it's hard to imagine some of this stuff because it's like the Lannisters don't ha- assuming that Euron teams up with Cersei because if that doesn't happen, I give up. I I, I don't know what
1: honestly, what- as unhappy as I would like Cersei to be ever after, it would it would really be great if the two of them got together. <laughs>
0: Oh, her and Euron.
1: What a power couple that would be.
0: Well, and Euron's just crazy and weird enough, and like we haven't really. He just sort of strolled in without a lot of context, so it's like I'm even dubious. Like, is that even Euron? Like, he just says he is, but who? No, who even knows? Like, maybe he's some secret Targaryen as well. Like,
1: wait, what have we? Wait, what are you? What are you alluding to? Where? Where have we seen him? Does he? Does he show up in King's Landing at the end of the last season or something? No,
0: the only he was literally absent the entire show until he confronts. um the Elder Greyjoy, I forget, forget his name. Um, what's the what's his brother's name? Theon's father, Yara's, uh, Yara's father,
1: <sighs> Balon. Balon. There we go.
0: So Balon. <laughs> that
1: that Balon, came from my memory. I want props for that. That was not a Google. That's just <laughs> me sighing and realizing I still remember all these. Names.
0: What's sad about that is I was I was I remember I was remembering Victarion before I remembered Balon, and we haven't even seen that as a character outside of the books. So, um, but. Though the first time we ever saw Euron, ever, as an audience, was freaking on that uh, bridge.
1: Kills, kills Balon, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and it was like, Balon could barely even see his face. He's like, I'm Euron, I'm back. And Balon's like, o- okay. And then he kills him, and then he strolls into the... um. Uh, after King, Yarn's moot, yeah, the King's moot, which is a badass scene. I need to go back and watch that again. I gotta love that scene. Um, yeah, after after Theon basically rallies the troops, he rolls in like, I'm Euron, remember me? I have the right. They're like, yep, he does. It's like, but really, does I mean, does everybody just recognize if he's been gone so long? Like, who remembers that this is actually a dude, like, somebody that we should respect? So who knows? He might have, he might be some, some grifter that's, you know, got some play on. who. So, I, I,
1: but is the last time we saw him win? He's been crowned uh, with the driftwood crown or whatever. And then they, his, his uh, lieutenants inform him like Theon and Yara just took off with all your fastest ships. And then he, doesn't he say we're going to build all these ships or something and then we're going to go.
0: Yeah. And there's like a quick little see. There's like a quick little sequence of like, you know, Pike's people like chopping down trees and shit.
1: But and we didn't ever see him take off. No,
0: we? no. Okay. I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah. yeah.
1: So we don't really know. Like where he is on the map,
0: correct. But He's- if he doesn't end up partnering with Cersei, I don't understand. Like with everybody basically turned against Cersei, there's got to be some other alliances because otherwise it's going to be a pretty fast. And, 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 and hey, yeah. maybe that's maybe that's the point too. And- maybe maybe it's just. Maybe we're expecting this gigantic battle for the taking of King's Landing, and it's going to be anticlimactic because it's just like who's there to defend it at this point against well, all the Dothraki, all the freaking yeah. um, uh, what's the uh 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 Grey Worms um, the Unsullied, oh, yeah, all yeah. of like e- like everything, every like it's who are they going to fight? Like who's who and the dragons and like every you know basically half of the kingdoms of Westeros. I just don't. Yeah, That's I just honestly kind of
1: I kind of I would not necessarily be disappointed. Like I would like to see some big battles, but I would not be disappointed if King's landing was just moot. Like it's just no longer like a factor. Like nobody has to go after it or anything. It's just, you know, it's just, it's in ashes.
0: Um, Danny's going to, I mean, Danny is obsessed with, I mean, the entire show. She's like, I I mean, for reasons that I don't quite understand that just because somebody told her, she's like, you know, you're, you're a princess. So she's been obsessed with retaking, the, the throne but what i'm most interested in i mean battles aside i mean the moment i think everybody's interested in is uh john snow meeting Daenerys, and i like the idea of that for a couple of reasons not that not even for the reason that john snow is a half targaryen which i don't that that will be fun to see unfold but i i like the idea that here's this guy who has seen firsthand that the north is is a shit show right now it's going to get 800 times worse and we got to be focusing on this and nobody else in king's landing seems to give a shit yeah he's going to be the one to go to daenerys and go hey i know you're interested in taking king's landing and all that but you need to we need to be talking about this and how does he convince her of that how does he convince her to look beyond just her immediate goal of the threat the iron throne and look at like you know yeah you can get that but you're going to have to deal with all this you're not going to have a kingdom to rule over how does she respond to that what does what does that interplay look like does she trust Jon Snow and in in that relationship do they bond as like aunt and nephew you know at some point what does that look like um, that's that's most interesting to me
1: I wish you hadn't pointed out that they're related because they they should also get together
0: no <laughs> no <laughs> No, I mean, it's not the first time in Westeros that has, I mean, good Lord, the Targaryens inbred That's, all the time as we, as we yeah. learned and Jamie and Cersei for God's sake. But like, I just, Jon Snow is like the, the moral compass on this, on the show now. So it's like, we, he's got a, that would just be weird. I, just, I don't know how that would work. I just don't. Well, by the way, on that note, random tangent, let's pretend at the end of the day, Daenerys is queen. Who do you think would be best fit to, to, for her to marry like strategically? Um,
1: <laughs> uh when you, i had a great answer until you said strategically um, okay
0: what was it not strategic just for for love who would you
1: who would you miss <laughs> <laughs> uh yara um
0: oh, that would be cool
1: yeah actually that that would be great uh that would really bring the kingdom together
0: i, I forgot think. i forget which episode of our of wednesday and westeros it was but i think i fantasized for a little while about a, a yara daenerys team I, up we
1: at- we all shipped that which is yeah uh, yeah
0: So, like, I I like this idea, and there have been, you know, photos leaked of, you know, Jon Snow on the same set as Daenerys, like walking down this hillside to to meet her. So it's going to happen. I mean, clearly, even if there weren't photos, it's going to happen. And so Um, you
1: think that happens. I mean, and you're basing us somewhat on set photos, but, but you're pretty convinced that happens in this season. We're not going oh, to have oh, to wait God, yeah. for that. No,
0: either. no, we can't. There's just no, we, we can't. And it's going to tee up that whole like, I know the show hasn't spent a lot of time on like, you know, the three dragon, the three headed dragon, the, who's going to ride each dragon. I don't think that matters as much in the show. However, um,
1: obviously the three Targaryen children, Tyrion, John. Well,
0: Tyrion's a big question mark but yeah but but just even if that's not like as 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 positioned on the show as it is in the books just this idea that daenerys would see jon as somebody she would trust to ride one of her dragons or maybe there's a scene as he's meeting her as he's leaving or something one of her dragons like you know treats him with respect or shows like you know shows trust or something like there could be little little hints at what's to come because you know at some point in season eight three of those people are gonna be riding those goddamn dragons like blowing down white walkers and like we got to that's that that more than anything is the thing I think everybody's wanting like when that that's gonna be the squee moment of the entire series
1: <laughs> what yeah. about you
0: what uh, in terms of that meetup, are you is there anything you're expecting not expecting
1: um i I don't think there'll have to be much convincing if we see them get together this season like i think I think John is like he's pretty freaked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he's been killed. <laughs> so he is, um, fully aware of like the danger heading to Westeros. So as long as they meet this season, I don't know that he's going to have to like convince her. Like you'll never rule in King's landing until you defeat this. You know, mm-hmm. I think, I think really the partnership of John and Daenerys is really going to be about uniting the South and the North,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: whereas mm-hmm. the, the Starks can stay and rule the North the northern kingdom and um she can rule the southern kingdom or something and i think that's where like the dornish and the you know tyrrells like they all come into play because it's like Daener- daenerys needs she needs those allies on you know in the south to help her maintain peace in that region uh-huh. and so he probably needs like the greyjoys and you know uh the mormons and like umber and stuff like that in the north like he's i don't know, something's got to happen there um So that's,
0: you just gave me a thought that I had never pondered before, Lady Mormont meeting Daenerys. What is that like? Because that's got to happen. I mean, the the writers know that everybody loves Lady Mormont. Like, what is that meeting going to be like? Is she going to is she going to look at the dragons and just go like? like, Is she just going to be unimpressed with the whole the whole thing?
1: I I hope so.
0: Um, What about another like just the Stark reunion in general?
1: That's Um, what I'm really. uh, I I also don't care so much about it um i I, yeah i honestly i mean we went over and over it like i wasn't it's not that i i definitely loved the battle of bastards episode but i also thought it was really shitty that sansa had information that she did not tell john Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, i also (laughs) i know we talked at the time about how that battle related to uh 300 you know the battle of thermopylae thermopylae or whatever and you know specifically the movie 300 and all that kind of stuff but uh i only recently watched last samurai with tom cruise mm-hmm. where they make mention of the battle of Thermopylae, and that's the whole like basically the giant battle in last samurai is exactly like the Battle the bastards
0: mm, Just lifted
1: from that movie um was it the same director by chance who directed last samurai i don't think so but um anyway sansa was kind of shitty in that Mm -hmm. and now granted um plenty of crappiness had been done towards her not only in like her abuse at the hands of the boltons but um uh, and and rape at the hands of uh ramsay but but just crappiness of like you know uh john kind of sidelining her through some planning meetings and stuff like that but then at the end of it there's this look between Littlefinger and sansa you know that we wonder if he's going to try to marry her to um you know seal some Mm-hmm. some power in the north or whatever and i don't know i'm just not stoked on sansa right now yeah um, but we still so but th- we've got aria and bran heading yeah. towards winterfell presumably and th- now do we know like do we think that john is in winterfell is that kind of where he's going to stage everything
0: I mean, that's where he is right now yeah
1: when the, sh- when the show ends but that's so where like- they kill ramsey like ramsey is in the kennels at Winterfell. Right. So exactly. Yeah, exactly. And
0: it's like, it would, it, it serves the story to have the, you know, where we started the show was at Winterfell with this family. And it serves the story to have a reunion of any sort, you know, as many as we can pull back together again and have them reflect on everything that's happened to them and where they are and like what the future is going to hold. And to do that in their, you know, in their, in their home. You know, yeah. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Sansa and, and Arya meet up at the Twins or something. Like, I, it needs to all be. This is where we started, and now we've come full circle. Yeah, um, and we're back. Um,
1: that's. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Arya is like, you know, hustling to get mm-hmm. to Winterfell. Um, we don't really know where Bran is going. Like, was Bran headed back to Castle Black? Was that sort of his plan? I don't I know. Don't,
0: it was. It was unclear. I forget what the because he you know they fled the tree.
1: Yeah. Um they're they're presumably still north of the wall.
0: Oh, and then well yeah, no, remember because they met um uh Benjamin cold, cold Hands. Benjamin was there and he like so didn't Benjamin take him to the wall and then like, yeah, they were going Did back he? to Castle Black.
1: Yeah. So we oh man, I gotta look it back up. But there's also that thing of like if he crosses the wall, then um isn't there a thing if he crosses the wall, then he can, because he's been touched by one of the whites. I believe so. Then he breaks the spell that is put on the wall and then they can actually just topple it real easy, easily. I, you mean, are um, you talking
0: about brand or talking about Benjen? Bran,
1: Because, Bran. Uh, remember when the, when there was the battle and he's like outside and he gets kind of entranced by that. Um, he, he sees them in one of his visions or whatever mm-hmm. and they, don't they touch him in that? Yeah, they do. Because that's I mean, right. That's how they got into the tree to begin with. Cause he broke the spell.
0: That's because right.
1: Touched him. So now that they've touched him, the magic on the wall may not work to keep the, the whites and the white walkers and everything out.
0: When we have, um, we have um, um, Hurley. Uh, Hurley. In, uh,
1: uh, is that, I know we talking about Sam Tarly.
0: Yeah. We're talking about Sam Tarly.
1: We, we, we named the Hurley of uh, Westeros last season
0: <laughs> we've got we've got sam hurley in um in the uh the the basically the vatican of the maesters
1: i know which this- is super crazy south like he is way 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 far south so he's not he's like below dorn i believe
0: yeah I mean, I pull up but a, he's a map now i like him there even though we had to put up the whole freaking like uh, he and gilly's roadshow to get in there um i like him there because he will be the the sort of the mechanism to deliver the information about things like the wall and the white walkers so i can easily imagine you know scenes where he's reading some ancient book and like you know one of the like head maesters is like reviewing it with him and like we see as he's doing that juxtaposed is like you know bran doing the thing you just described or you know like the white walkers trying to bring down the wall in a way that like sam can't tell them because he's so far south but he's right
1: it's one of those interesting things of like there's plenty of cool stuff that like there's plenty of elements that all these people have to bring to the story and how much time they're gonna have to tell that is what's super sketchy you know so he's uh oh my god what what is that place where he is what is that called i'm sorry i'm looking it up uh you can you can keep talking (laughs)
0: Well, while you do that, I want to, like, let's, um, let's kind of start to – let me do this. There's a few sort of plot points and just what I'm going to call stray notes. Um, let's just, yeah. like, blaze through those really fast, sure. um, like lightning round style. So first, Cersei, does she live or die by the end of the season?
1: I don't – that's a tough call for me. What do you think?
0: I say she dies. I think for Jamie's character to stay relevant, she has to go. And then Jamie's story in season eight will is what does he do with his life now, now that pa- he's lost her.
1: Part of me thinks, you know, she's always been a survivor and she will always be a survivor kind mm. of thing. You know, she's the Frank Underwood of this story.
0: <laughs> she is, isn't she?
1: But um about <laughs> that. Or the or the Claire Underwood, however you want to look at it. Um, I think she's
0: no, she's Frank man. She's frank. After last season, she's Frank. There's no way.
1: But uh, she um but I don't I just I just hate the idea that there's no resolution to that anger and ill will that's been like, I mean, after all the shit she has put every family in the South through mm-hmm. that they, they have got, there's got to be a like, <laughs> you know, we have taken, uh, we have cut the head off the snake kind of mm-hmm. moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Elena Terrell and like the sand snakes and Daenerys, whoever needs to be involved in this, it's like, there, there has to be an ultimate end to Cersei. So I guess I kind of, for the story's sake, think she should go. But I can also see that as this constant survivor, she may she may last till season eight.
0: Interesting. Never thought about that. Um, Arya and Lemuria. There has been speculation that, because Lemuria is still alive, and for those who forget, Lemuria is her dire wolf. Um, oh, that's, only- a,
1: that's Nymeria.
0: Nymeria, God almighty. All right, I just, Nymeria is a
1: real big like mythical name. Like uh, we mentioned, uh, um,
0: why did I say live? Lumeria. that
1: doesn't make Jessica sense. Jessica Henwick, who plays uh, Colleen Wing, and Iron Fist plays Nim Sand in the Sand Snakes. She's one of the Sand Snakes, and and that Nim is short for Nymeria, I believe. Ah, so yeah, okay. it's like a like a big mythical name in the in the um, you know in the what? kingdom.
0: But the last, I mean, the only direwolves still alive are Ghost and Nemiria and and there and we saw last Nemiria running away in like episode two of the whole damn series, um, so the fact that she could reunite with her direwolf is touching to me. I kind of I want to see that.
1: I like that too because I really think the wolves, um, you know, had something else to, yeah, to some other role to play. No, wait, where's Bran's direwolf?
0: Oh, they killed that, didn't they? Surely, because remember they yeah, took they took. Wait, Bran?
1: Oh, Bran and
0: uh Rick. Okay, hell, so What Rick the hell is
1: Rickon doing?
0: They well they killed they killed Rickon and they killed Rickon's dire wolf. Wait. Um
1: did they, they kill, the, kill Rickon? Uh battle the bastards. <laughs> Dude. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, you know, I was remembering that scene where they had the wolf's head and I was they like
0: killed him because he wouldn't zig or zag. Yeah, he just oh ran. My God. Straight. Um no, but
1: like such a wasted <laughs>
0: That's a great question. Though. It does. Where is brands direwolf? What happened? How have,
1: how have we forgotten brands? Di- I think he dies when the whites invade the tree house thing.
0: Oh, I think you're right. You're right. That's all I think, oh, that he, I think
1: he just gets like wasted.
0: Yeah. That's uh, exactly what happens.
1: Um, But I really don't even remember.
0: No, you're right. That's because okay, it was a, so a one, two punch. That's Cause those. you're like, you were, you were like, Oh no. And then like Hodor and you're like, Oh God, it was like, it was just this yeah. tragic episode. Um, One final little t- t- tidbit that I think is interesting is Gendry is still out there. The bastard, the eldest bastard son of Robert Baratheon.
1: I just want like the, you know, there's going to be like this, like the end of season eight where the like smoke, is you know, <laughs> the ashes are raining down <laughs> and the, the like the the theme song is coming up for the last time. And we just see that asshole just rowing <laughs> like a Monty Python <laughs> out, sketch. Out like, like- DC, just <laughs> rowing as the credits start rolling. And it's like, God. Gendry, <laughs> what have you been doing, man?
0: He's so sad. He's all bearded. It's just like a Monty Python episode. He's just, like, he's, still there. <laughs> he's just still there. It's like whistling a tune to himself. Like bearded. there's no like music over the credits. It's just him whistling as like the final credits roll. It's like, oh yeah, Love he's it. still there too. And then like you know, just and it fades away. We never know. But there was there has been talk that he has the actor at least has been spotted. And this doesn't always I know. Do anything. Isn't that crazy? but the actor has been spotted like in Belfast where they shoot a lot of stuff, uh, not on set mind you, but at least like he's been in the area. So there's, but at the same time too, freaking, um, uh, oh God, uh, uh, Sean Bean has been, uh, spotted in, in Ireland and he's, you know, he's dead. Um,
1: so maybe it, it's like flashback stuff. I
0: maybe, but if Gendry's still out there and they haven't, like, it would be weird for them to never address him again. Like as, as much importance as they shifted on him, like it'd be one thing for Ned to be like, you're Robert's son. And then, you know, he, you would just never find him again. It's another for him to like talk to Melisandre and all this kind of stuff. And have her be like, you're, you're important somehow young man. And then like, we just never, there's gotta be some resolution for him of some sort. Um, and I, I not that he's. I, oh my God! Go back to my original. Ooh, I don't know how this would even work, uh, like in the context of the story. But let's just say he is. He's as of right now he is the, the the clearest heir. Uh, it is just that nobody knows about him. Um, so he's out there. So if you get rid of Cersei, and if you want to maintain some kind of stability, maybe that's who they marry Daenerys to at the end. As she and Gendry hook up? Oh. Huh.
1: Because all of a sudden
0: you have the the eldest Baratheon son, so it's like anybody in Westeros who would throw a fit of the Targaryens just coming in and, and taking yeah. over again. You could at least go, "Hey, we still have the 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 son of Robert is going to marry her, and now that takes care strategically of everything that we need to tidy up."
1: That would I would be. I, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's interesting. I think just you know, given how the show has gone, there have been a lot of those characters who just kind of get lost because you know there's too many loose ends out there. Um, you know, we haven't hit on it this episode and there's because there's no details on it, but as we do a couple more of these preview, you know, podcasts to, to before the season, um, we should definitely catch up with some of those like loose end characters, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. That'll, that'll just be interesting to see what speculate where they, where they might be, I guess.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, on that note, is there anything else of interest or intrigue that you think is you do or don't want to see in season seven?
1: Um, I don't, I don't know. You know uh, it's, this is a, I'm, as I think about it, the thing that, that I'm most interested in are how the, what was always so great about uh, game of Thrones was how the, the politics interacted, like the sort of real politic of King's landing inter interacted, intersected with, the looming danger to the entire seven kingdoms. And now it's very interesting that like, there are so many dangers, you know, (laughs) nothing's really been taken care of. Um, And how those people that are focused on something like revenge against Cersei, how they're actually going to react to um, the actual white Walker menace or whatever that's going to become, you know? So I'm, you know, I, I hope those, that, action you know that desire for big battle scenes and stuff plus um you know that sort of palace intrigue i hope that all pays off and we see it all together in some great mix so that's really
0: cool i think just i you know they did such a damn good job last season of building their own story outside of the books and and once they were free to do that it was like they locked in on this energy both both story-wise but just you know the directors and the actors just you could tell there was this this energy that permeated the show all of a sudden, especially after the just the dirge of season five, which, you know, ugh yeah. um and I really I think if that can if that can continue into season seven from episode one, if it's if it's palpable, then I'll be incredibly happy. And then every week will just be like a, a just another mini movie. Um I think that's where, especially with the shorter, the shorter seasons, I think that's you know, they they can only get better. If you're gonna do less of them, that means there's more money, more time to make each episode really shine. And then we're going to get like, you know, the last two episodes of season six, I think might be every episode of, of season seven. That's at least I hope.
1: Hmm. So anyhow, that would, that would be great. Yeah. Um, what we should, we should end there because we do anticipate doing a couple more like preview episodes as we get closer to the season. And as we learn more news, um, So uh, we do this podcast on the there.network, which you can just type into a browser. It is T-H-E-R-E.network. And you will find out how to subscribe to Wednesday and Westeros through iTunes, Google Play. Um, We're also on SoundCloud. You'll find all the links at there.network. What do you have to promo, Taylor?
0: Oh, nothing but me, my good old me and myself and I. I'm at Taylor Trask on Twitter. And um, you can check me out uh, on other uh, Their network shows uh, as well.
1: What about cool. you? I am at HeyToddA on Twitter. And uh, if there's anything you would like us to talk about, touch on in Wednesday and Westeros, definitely let us know through Twitter. Um, I think that's it. So I would say thanks for listening, everyone.
0: We'll catch you next time. Bum, bum,